This week in Baby Quest, open wide and say, Baby Quest, my name is Mike. I'm Leah. How are you doing? Well, if this is what you were laughing at at dinner, do yourself, I don't know. It's not. It is. By the way, just as we're getting started here, just a quick note, technical note, uh, there is a thunderstorm happening outside. Not sure. Nobody's going to be able to hear it. I don't know. Everyone hears you touching fabric and everything. Everybody we have asked about that has said that they cannot tell. That's, well, I can tell. And I am our most important audience member, so. Can you hear me rolling my eyes? So how are you doing? Um, pretty good. It's like kind of the first official day of summer vacation. Kind of. I'm done school. Today is July 2nd, by the way. Yeah. Done school, and you had a couple of days of, like, vacation. Mm-hmm. And from here on out for the rest of the summer, I'm going to be home all day by myself. Just which is you and the Gilmore Girls. Oh, that's a great idea. I should start watching Gilmore Girls again. Which is actually no different than it's been since March! Yay! Yeah, so, here we go. Welcome to summer. Yeah, it should be fun. How are you doing? Nah. <laughs> Great. I wanted to talk about, do a little Father's Day recap, even though at the time of release, it will have been about six months ago. Not six months, it'll be like three weeks. So Father's Day was okay. Father's Day, it really snuck up on me. Like it was not something, it's not like a big day I had on my calendar and I was like, oh boy, here comes Father's Day, not looking forward to that. It wasn't some, like, I wasn't worried about it. I wasn't thinking about it that much. wasn't making plans or anything. So it just kind of showed up, and it was really hard. It ended up being (laughs) really rough. Yeah, so let's go back to where you said Father's Day was okay. I don't know. It was okay. I I just say everything's okay, I guess. Mike is not great at nuance. So I decided Father's Day would be, well, I I was thinking about a lot and thinking about being a father, and I wanted to go see some of Eliza's stuff and so I went into the nursery and I was hanging out in there by myself and I was reading through her baby book which I really I hadn't really gone back to at all well and I filled out most of that yeah no yeah you did all the hard work on there and I went back to that and just like Totally lost it at that. I think this is, like, one of the places where our grief and the way we handle our grief, like, is the most different. Is that, like, you are really okay in, like, getting in there and being, like, you're sad and you're like, okay, I'm gonna go and, like, make myself more sad. Whereas I'm like, I'm sad. What can I do to distract myself right now? And I think this is, like, the place where, like, we handle grief the most different. <laughs> Sometimes Maybe. we handle things very much the same. It's at this part where, like, nope. 
Maybe. I don't feel like I'm always diving in there intentionally or anything like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it seems, to me, it seems like you do that more than I do that. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's probably true. Yeah, so I got real sad and <laughs> yep. cried a lot. He did. Uh, but the rest of the day was okay. Nope, try that again. Leah took very good care of me. She made me... Oh, I didn't even mean that, but like, yes. Breakfast, I think, and tea. You made me tea for sure. Yeah. You bought me expensive teas to enjoy as a present. Uh, you got me a beautiful card from Eliza. I will say you got me a card from her last year, and then this one also said Happy First Father's Day. Yeah, it's like both. You can just be, keep being first. I'm just going to keep having First Father's <laughs> Days for a while, probably. Yeah. Uh, the card was really nice. It had bees on it. Uh... You you did all my lunch prep for the week, which was like the greatest gift I could have ever asked for. <laughs> I'm really the glad that you like that I've ever received. specified because otherwise people would be like, "Cool, she made you lunches." Uh, but like, it was so good. <laughs> that's Mike's least favorite chore, I think. Also, I did the grocery shopping that week. Yeah, I made you put yourself at risk for COVID nineteen. You didn't and make me. forced you to I go in public. So I appreciated that because I've done the groceries since since March the winter. <laughs> since March. Yeah, and if there's one thing I hate, it's coming up with ideas for my lunch prep. But if there's two things I hate, it's that and doing the groceries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't like going to the grocery. I don't know. I don't mind it when I'm there, I guess. It's just a pain to have this big chore every week. I don't know. It's It stinks. Anyway, so you did that. That part of the day, fantastic. I got some nice Happy Father's Day wishes from friends and family, mm-hmm. and those were all very much appreciated. Uh, it was really nice to hear that. Later in the day, we went and we're hanging out with your family. And... I did give you many options, like many times I gave you the out that you didn't have to come. No, because I, I knew you were having a hard day. And I knew that hanging out with my family probably wasn't going to make it any easier. It was a... I mean, that wasn't the problem. That was fine. I like your family. Mm-hmm. I mean, would I have also liked to just stay in bed or just play Animal Crossing for the rest of the day? Probably. And you could have done that. And I know I could have done that, but... <laughs> We went out. We did the thing. Yeah. I figured it would be good to leave the house and make an appearance and all that. Yeah. Your sister wished me a happy Father's Day, which is great. Yep. There were... I was kind of... It's a weird thing, because I was kind of hoping for other people to mm. wish me a happy Father's Day in the group of folks that we saw in person. Yeah. At your family barbecue thing. Yeah. And also maybe some other folks that we know, just whatever. Yeah. And I don't know. And that's that, that's probably a weird expectation because before, like, I don't remember just wishing any and all random fathers a happy Father's Day before. Mm. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if people do, like, uh, call out other fathers that aren't their own fathers on Father's Day. I don't know. It's weird, right? No, like, I did it. I mean, I guess not so much dads, but that's because, like, I don't have a lot of male friends. But I would always wish, like, my female friends Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, that's exactly the same thing. Anyway, I don't know. So, 
But like before I was a mom, I was wishing them happy Mother's Day. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's like, not to be too like gender specific, but like maybe that's a thing that women tend to do more than men. Maybe. Yeah. So I kind of, and again, I got a number of really nice messages and warm wishes and all that. Yeah. I'm starting to sound pretty complainy, but I thought maybe I'd get a few more. Or mm-hmm. it would have been appreciated, I think. But anyway. Yeah. So that was my Father's Day. All in all, it was okay. Good. See? Told you it was okay. I mean, it wasn't, but, you know, it's fine. I wanted to talk about something else. This is not related to Father's Day. Okay. This is um, a weird... This is a weird having a dead baby thing. We were... Huge announcement, everybody. Hold on. We're getting new windows <laughs> for our house. So to preface this... We, to preface this, we're getting new windows. We live in a house that is about 20 years old. Nope. Try again. Yeah. Like almost 20 years old. 27 years old? Really? Our house was built in 1993. Okay, so I don't know years. And we um, have the original windows. But that's what I was getting at. We have original windows... That we knew when we bought this house four years ago. And you know what? The windows are... Yeah, we knew... They <laughs> would need to be replaced. We, we knew this. We were told that by the home inspector. So that was fine. Because home inspections used to be a thing when you <laughs> bought houses. We know now when you buy a house, you don't do home inspections, but... Yeah, you just offer $100,000 over asking price. And like, cross your fingers and hope you get it. But so our windows, they've been working. Most of the time they keep water outside of our house. But sometimes water comes inside the house through the windows. And that's what happened a couple weeks ago during a massive rainstorm. And we finally said, okay, it's time to get new windows. So we had three different companies come in and give us quotes. Yeah. First two companies, everything went great. They didn't ask me if I had kids. (laughs) <laughs> they walked into the nursery and didn't make a comment about the empty crib and just, like, moved on with their lives. And I was like, perfect. This is exactly what I want. Ask me no questions. Just pretend it's not there. And then the third company came in, and he's super chatty. And he was like, oh, it's a great backyard. You got any kids? And I did the panic. I I was present for this as well. We were both there for this one. Yeah, and I panicked and went with the default, (laughs) no, not yet, and kind of thought it would stop there. And was like, okay. Did you say not yet or you just went, nope? I think I said not yet. Oh, really? And then he walked into the nursery. And I mean, our nursery has a crib and a dresser in it, but it is very not set up. We've packed a lot, like everything away so it does not look like a functional nursery it doesn't look like an actively used nursery it is a room full of baby stuff yes and he walked in there and was like oh but maybe soon and then i panicked even more and i think i just kind of laughed and and then he went like oh, oh sore, sore like, subject yeah, sore <laughs> subject sorry no, never mind let me let me measure this window and yeah, I just wanted to say I th- I was surprised at your reaction. I would have, and I've I totally have done the same thing. Like I've said no or whatever because I just don't want to talk about it at the time. And that's if you don't want to talk about it at the time, that's totally fine. I was just surprised at your reaction because this guy was, first of all, in our house and going to be in our house for a while and very friendly, and we were chatting and stuff. 
I totally would have just, you know, said, oh, we did. She passed away. And then he would have felt very bad for saying anything. (laughs) But that's what you got to do sometimes. And I don't know. I was ready to have that with this guy because he seemed nice and whatever. Yeah, it was just one of those weird moments that happen to us. Regularly. Sometimes it's like you do a quick like, am I ever going to see this person again? Am I ever going to have to mm. have another conversation with them again? Yeah. And this is like the guy measuring our windows. Nope. I'm never going to see him again. So like, I don't want to get into the story right now. And again, that's fine. That's totally you know, it's like legit. But you know, if it's a co-worker or something like that where you're like oh i'm gonna be talking to you every day for the next however long like okay yeah we're gonna have to have this conversation um yeah it's just like i kind of do a quick like how involved in my life are you going to be oh yeah no i calculation (laughs) i do that all the time too and i've had to go back i've done like the calculation of you're never you're not going to be involved in my life i don't need to tell you and then it ends up that that person like is regularly involved in my life, and I do have to go back and be like, so I have to tell you something. Really? Yeah. There was a person at work who I thought was, like, just a one-off supply, and then they ended up being there more, and I was like, all right, Hmm. I'm going to tell you because we keep seeing each other, and you need to know this. (laughs) Congratulations. I'm unloading a piece of my, like, grief onto you. Now you get a piece of it. Lucky you. Yeah, spread it around. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was worth mentioning. Just a fun thing that happened. Yeah, I mean, it's a thing that only parents with dead children have to deal with. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're probably excluding some group by making um, that definitive statement. Maybe but I don't like, know, probably. We'll say, yeah, sure, close enough. There, Not enough people listen to this podcast. Fine, it's people fine. Who, go through, who, have, who are going <laughs> through or have gone through infertility, miscarriage, pregnancy, and infant loss. Oh, I don't even mean that. I mean, we're all in the same group. I don't know. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Um, yes. Yeah. Baby update. Leah, I have a question for you. Are you pregnant? I'm not. Oh. Got my period. I was pretty sure I wasn't pregnant. I'd taken like three pregnancy tests and they were all negative. But it's always like that fun waiting game of like between taking pregnancy tests that are negative and waiting for your period to show up to like actually confirm that you're not pregnant. And by fun waiting game, I mean it's awful. And I hate it. So this time around, I, for whatever, well, I not for whatever reason, I, I kind of got my hopes up. I think we both did. Because you started doing this new thing, which is taking even more tests. <laughs> peeing on more sticks. Peeing on more new and exciting sticks. This time you started doing progesterone tests. Yes. So I was given these tests by a friend who had them. Uh, and she never used them, so she gave them to me to use. And it tests your progesterone levels after ovulation. So basically, after you ovulate, your progesterone ho- hormone rises. And around 12 days after ovulation, it would start to decline if you weren't pregnant. But if you were pregnant, it would stay your progesterone level would stay high. Stay, your test would remain positive. So I was taking them and they were positive, which had signaled that I'd ovulated. So I was like, that's a really good sign. I'm ovulating. Good. Like 
13, no, 11 days after ovulation in, it was still positive and like really positive. And I was like, oh, like means my progesterone level is still really high. This, this might mean that I'm pregnant. Like that's kind of what I was interpreting it as. And so the next morning took a pregnancy test and like I had told Mike all this. So we were both, I think kind of like, well, there's like a real shot that I could be pregnant. According to this new exciting test you're taking, it was basically a done deal no. for me. Um, and then the other part of the excitement of like that cycle working was that we would be, I would be 12 weeks pregnant on Eliza's birthday. Right. And that so like that seemed like a really good although like sign from the universe, even though we know like the 12-week rule is an arbitrary rule about when to announce you're pregnant. And there is no God giving us signs. Right. I didn't say it was a sign from God. I said it was a sign from the universe. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. So, you know, like, that was a really, like, we were really kind of like, oh, this would be great that, like, on Eliza's birthday, we could announce that we're pregnant with baby number two, and, like, that would be really... Although I did say that would really be stealing Eliza's thunder <laughs> on her first birthday. I think she would have been okay with it. Happy birthday, you're replaced. No, happy birthday, (laughs) you're our big sister. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, very excited and then very sad when my pregnancy tests were negative. Yeah, it was kind of a bummer. But we are headed back to the fertility center. Um, so we're getting all the tests. (laughs) So we've already done, we've both already done some blood work. Yeah. I had to do. Confirmed. I have blood. (laughs) I had to do a urine analysis. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the next step was wait for my cycle day one. So the first day of my period and contact the fertility center and set up appointments for a baseline ultrasound and a saline ultrasound. So baseline ultrasound is basically just like checking everything, checks your ovaries, checks your uterus, make sure like everything looks as it should. And that happens somewhere between cycle day three and cycle day six. And then a saline ultrasound is when... They blast you. They, yeah, they like... Turn you into a human water balloon. I mean, no. They inject saline into your uterus and it just like makes the uterus expand a little bit and gives them a better picture of what the inside of your uterus looks like and also flushes out your fallopian tubes so that if there's anything blocking your fallopian tubes, hopefully it clears it out and like can, you know, help in that sense. And that has to be done between cycle day 6 and 12. Of course. What might you have in there blocking your fallopian tubes? So I don't know what it actually is, but it's like... like dust and debris? Kind of. Well, it's kind of described as like cobwebs. And I know it's not actually cobwebs. Like, yeah, duh. So I don't know what like it's actually made up of, but it... Cholesterol. (laughs) You've got high cholesterol. I don't think so. But it just kind of gets a little, you know, blocked sometimes. So we're going to do that. So you need, do you remember that SNL skit from like the late 90s? Oh, I didn't watch SNL. It was a commercial parody. And it was like when the Roomba first came out. 
It was the Woomba. The, the Roomba came out in the 90s? I think so. All right. Okay. So the Woomba. And it was the Woomba, and it was like a little robot that goes up and cleans you out. Yeah, it is what I need. I need a Woomba. Everybody <laughs> listening remembers that that 90s Nobody commercial does. parody Nobody perfectly. Nobody does. Maybe um, early 2000s. So we were told by the fertility center that, you know, yes, you may contact us on your cycle day one, but be prepared that we might not be able to fit you in that first month because they're obviously reducing the number of people allowed in the clinic at one, t- at one time due to COVID. So scheduling is a little more difficult. So I was fully prepared to, you know, submit that it was my cycle day one and then kind of not hear anything from them and maybe have to wait till next month. But I contacted them today to tell them that it was cycle day one. And I received a call back today to book all my appointments. So next week I have my two ultrasounds. Uh, Tomorrow I do blood work and then I do blood work later on in the month as well. And then we already have our follow-up to discuss all the results with our doctor at the beginning of next month. So I got to do something fun this morning too. Oh yeah, it was a big day for everybody. Yeah, I got to do my semen analysis. Woo woo woo, pew well, pew pew pew. First, I, so I didn't do the analysis, first of all. <laughs> no, you just provided the sample. I did the sample drop off. And if you don't know how this works, first of all, they give you a little cup. And oh no, that's not the first step. What's the first step? Before you get the cup? Yeah. How long do you have to hold it for? Oh, that's right. You gotta let it build up for a little bit. Um, <laughs> no more than seven days, but more than two days. Yeah. So if you can believe it, before this morning, I'd been abstinent for two days. I think it was more than two. Minimum two days. <laughs> If you can even imagine such a thing. Yeah. And so they give you this cup. Yeah. And I was like, listen, this cup is way too small. We're going to need, you're going to have to bring out the two liter jug. Oh, God. All right. Gross. You're going to have to go back there. I hate it. I hate it so much. And bring out the real stuff. I hate it. So basically, you just jerk off into a cup. Yep. Which is about as magical as it sounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you have to get it there. Keep it warm. You have to get, I know, you have to get it there within an hour. Yep. And keep it warm. And you have to keep it warm. So you have to keep it like next to your body, in your pocket, or sit on it like an egg or something. <laughs> Which is easier to do in the summer. So this is the second time I've had to do this. Much easier in the summer than in the middle of the winter. It's true. But I went to drop it off and I got there and it was about 45 minutes after time of production. Because mm-hmm. it's far away from our house. I mean, it's not really that far. Just, you know, driving time and putting pants on time and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like 45 minutes. Which is fine. That's fine. And you have like a time you're supposed to show up. And I showed up. And I get there and there was a sign on the door. I said, back in 15 minutes. And there was already someone waiting. And I was like, well, they must be back soon. They didn't say what time 15 minutes started at or will end at. But there's already someone waiting. Anyway, I waited there a full 15 minutes. And so the person in front of me only took a minute for whatever. And then I go in and he's like, yeah, has it been within an hour? And I was like, well... 
it was when I got here, but it's not now. Now it's like over an hour. And he's like, oh, Susie, get up here. We got one that's been over an hour. It's like, well, where was everybody? <laughs> where was Susie? If all of my sperms are bad because they're so old and they've been outside of the human body for more than an hour and we get the results saying that I don't have sperm, I'm not going to be happy. It'll be a bad test. It will be Guess you can't totally do it in bad. the car, Katie. <laughs> I mean, you could. Well, no, they, they have a room there that you're oh. allowed to do it in, but I I have not, I didn't you've want not, to see the you've room. You've not used the room yet. I have no. not used the room. Well, maybe next time you're going to have to use the room. <sighs> I just, I don't know. I have this image of the room in my head and I don't like it. <laughs> Velvet wallpaper. Yeah, velvet wallpaper. Shag carpet. No, it would have to be like completely like it would have to be something very easy to clean. Okay. <laughs> Shag carpeting would not work. Is there like a chair? Like, <laughs> what do you do? You just stand there. <laughs> Someone listening to this must have experienced it. All I right. want to know. You have to contact you, me. If you have used the room to produce a sample, or your partner has used the room to produce a sample, tell us about it. Like, is there a full-length mirror? How would I do it without a full-length mirror? <laughs> send, send us a message <laughs> at... Uh, on Instagram or on Twitter, uh, and tell us about it. Tell us what the room looked like. What kinds of VHS tapes did they have <laughs> you to watch there? <laughs> Are there any good ones? It's the little TV with the built-in <laughs> VHS. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Oh, boy. Oof. <sighs> yeah, we want to know. Let us know if you've had to use the room. Yeah. And did it have shag carpet? Right. So, yeah. Do we have anything else to mention? I don't know. I kind of don't think so. I think that's it. Uh, so, thanks for listening, everybody. We are BabyQuest on Twitter at BabyQuestPod. And you can find no, us. No, we're not. That's a lie. <laughs> on Twitter, we're at BabyQuestCast. And you can find us on Instagram at BabyQuestPod. BabyQuestPod on Twitter is nothing. <laughs> it's not nothing. It's an account that is not used ever by anybody. And... And if you want another good podcast to listen to, I was just listening to Wind of Change. It's really good. It's not uh, fertility or grief or... No, it's about loss. how the Scorpion song, Wind of Change may have been written by the CIA to bring an end to the Cold War. Okay, but what this podcast is not is a review podcast I just of other podcasts. It could be, we could mention a thing that we like at the end sometimes, maybe. Okay, sure. A little a la wonderful. A la whatever we want. Okay, sounds good. All right, so. I think that's it. I think that's it, too. We did it. All right, we'll see you soon. I love you. Bye. Mwah. Thank you.